I don't know about you, but COVID has really thrown a wrench into most things. The only place I'm doing pretty well in is my physical fitness because I don't belong to a gym. I have the X3 bar. If you've heard about the X3 bar, you've heard me talk about it. Now you have an opportunity to really dig in and check out results in real time. I am documenting my entire 12 week journey. As I record this, I just started week three. I'm doing video updates. I'm doing posts on the blog. You can check all that stuff out at themotorcopmindset.com. If you wanna check out videos directly, you can go to themotorcopmindset.com slash YouTube. And if you wanna just get an X3 bar, go to x3bar.com. Enter the coupon code MOTORCOP at checkout. You can save yourself 50 bucks. Without further ado, on with Ask WYE. HMMC. You're listening to the WYE Radio Network. In this episode of Ask WYE, PJ asks about lateral opportunities. podcast that responds to all emergencies on and off the job. And now here are your hosts, Motor Cop and the Happy Medic. PJ Roadrunner sent us an email, so we can't play his audio. So he says, I'm coming from a state agency where I work in a large city, but relatively small department. I'm going to a city agency of similar size officer wise. It sounds like you've worked for the same agency your entire career, but maybe you've had people lateral into your agency from other agencies. What problems did they have? How were they successful or unsuccessful? Was there any animosity towards them as they promoted up after a short time due to their previous training experience? Wow, that's a great question. It, it really is, and he is right. I've, I've worked for one agency my entire career. You, on the other hand, have more than one agency under your belt, so why don't you start us off, and what was your experience coming from a rural agency to a major urban, and was there any animosity because of any particular experiences you had in New Mexico? No, absolutely. You ever see Beverly Hillbillies? Oh, yeah, I did. It was I a did. lot like that. It was a lot like that. Um, Definitely fish out of water. And PJ mentions, you know, get past the hole. Well, back in my old department, we didn't do it that way. That's that's kind of easy stuff. You, you don't want to say that. Right. Um, but one of the, the big challenges for me was coming from a small rural department where I was used to doing stuff on my own and not having any help. And now I'm in this, you know, metropolitan city where I can hear the sirens of the second due company as we're pulling out of the firehouse. One of the biggest things I had to bump into was a, oh, well, you're you're not a real fireman. You're not from the city. You're, you're not, you're not a real firefighter. That was one of the biggest things I had to get over was that people were discounting my experience as well. It doesn't count because it wasn't here. And I think a lot of agencies still suffer from that. And it, and it kind of sucks because if you put on, you know, the turnouts and you go into a fire, the fire doesn't say, Oh, Oh, you're a rural guy. Oh, well, okay. I'll, I'll make it different. Yeah. I'll, I'll act like I was in the, in the bush instead of in a yeah, structure. It, okay. That's what you're used to. It, it drove me nuts uh, with that, but I had a really, really hard time adjusting to the way that my department did things. And I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example uh, that a lot of the fire guys will understand and a lot of the, the medics and, and PD and, and military and stuff are going to scratch their heads, but uh, the fire engines can draft water. They can use, a vacuum of the pump to draw water out of a static uh, source, say it's a lake, it's a swimming pool, whatever. Uh, in my old department, this is the way we used to do it. Uh, we would drop a tank and then 
take the water from the, the fire tender and dump all that water into the tank. And then we would suck the water back up into the fire engine. Reason being is we can refill that tank without interrupting the source of water. So I learned how to do this in a rural system pretty much with, without certain parts of the pump that everybody in the big city has. So I'm going to take my pump test as a probationary firefighter for the new agency. And they say, oh, okay, you have to draft water. So I went and I set up and I started drafting water. And they said, okay, so your primer motor failed. And the primer motor is the one that draws water into the pump before it starts working. And I said, oh, this happens all the time. In fact, the first tender I was on didn't even have a priming motor. Here's how you get around that. And I did a couple of things. I backfilled the tank, started getting, throttled it up. I was flowing water. I succeeded, <laughs> but I was failed because the policy says that if your primer motor fails, you have to notify the IC that you're unable to pump water. So all I did was use my two hands to point at the stream of water coming out of the fire engine and say, I'm going to let the IC know that I can't pump water while I'm pumping water. And so I had to, re <laughs> I had to redo the test. I had to come back a couple hours later and they said, your primer motor fails. And I just turned everything off and said, I'll tell the IC I can't pump water. Pass. That was... Mean meanwhile, the, the building is uh, burning to the ground. Exactly. Yeah, but, that makes but, sense. Th but that was something that, that I had already learned a way around it because I had to. And then my new agency didn't see that as a workaround because they had other priorities and other things that they were looking at. So it, it can be very difficult to come to a new agency that has the same problems, but you've got a new solution. But like you just said a minute ago, uh, you've been here a minute and a half. What could you possibly know? Yeah, and that, that's interesting because PJ talks about going from a state to a, to a city. And of course, I'm thinking of super troopers where, you know, it's the, <laughs> it's the highway guys and the city guys and, yeah. the, you know, neither the twain shall meet. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've known guys that, that go from CHP to a county agency or to a city agency or vice versa. And every experience, every agency is different. Crime is still crime. Procedures are still procedures, but it, the the mentality of the officer there, uh, I can tell you from my experience, CHP, not given a whole heck of a lot of uh, concern to uh, crimes, they are much more uh, traffic enforcement. I mean, th those are my those are my people, right? Yeah, uh, I maybe maybe I just went to the wrong agency. I don't know, <laughs> but but uh, we had a we had a guy a few years ago retired from uh, some agency. I don't even remember where but he retired as a captain and started over as a brand new officer. Ooh, the double dip. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He was, I, there you go. He would like walk through the locker room and just throw us 30 bucks, 40 bucks here and there. Be like, Hey, you kids take, you got, you kids buy something nice for yourself. Yeah, so, get right? yourself an ice cream. Sparky. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but super, super nice guy, really knowledgeable, very humble. Uh, didn't do a lot of the, well, you know, when I was a captain, this is real, what, uh, real humble throwing 40 bucks in the locker room. Well, uh, I was kidding <laughs> yeah, I about that part. I, 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 I wish he would have done that. Cause I'm not like, Oh, thanks. Thanks dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, he, he didn't throw his, his captain bars around because he didn't mm -hmm. have many more. And he was actually really straight up with us. And he was like, Hey, you, what I did over there, it doesn't matter. It's what I'm doing here. that does matter. And he was a good beat partner yep. and he, he handled his business and when it came time to promote, when the, the list came out or the, the opportunity to promote came out rather, and he tested, well, guess who was freaking number one on the list, right? Yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a no brainer decision and great supervisor as far as I know. 
Yeah, it, it reminds me of somebody else that said, well, it's, it's not fair that these guys are taking the promotional test. They've taken them before and they've done well. It's like, yeah, that's the guy I want to take the test. Yeah. Another, another memory you just reminded me of is when I was at the uh, suburban fire department right before I came to the city uh, out in not as rural New Mexico. Um, we got this new probie in and it was the assistant chief from the next volunteer town over. So here comes this guy in his late 40s uh, being a probie in this small department where kids, you know, 21, 22 year old kids are telling him what to do. And he did it. You know, it's like, oh, we got to mop the floors today. He's the first one up. He's got the mop. He's doing it. Oh, it, let's go do this other drill. He's doing it. He's just making it happen. He, he's the chief of their department now. But he came over saying, listen, I, I'm not that, that thing I used to be. I'm, I'm this now. And if, if I can help using some of that knowledge from before, I will. However, I'm going to respect the position you're putting me in. And that can be just ridiculously frustrating for someone that's coming in with extensive experience, extensive education and training. Uh, it's almost like MC, if you went to a new organization and they said, oh, uh, you used to be a motor somewhere else. Uh, well, we got to send you to motor school. And you know, there's this new curriculum you got to study. And you're like, yeah, I wrote it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but but you would be the guy to okay. Let's go to basic motor school again. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, I, let's start it up. You're gonna pay you're, me to ride a motorcycle, right? Yeah, awesome. you're you're not gonna throw a fit. You're not gonna start doing all this stuff. And well, I have the training. I have the experience. I wrote the curriculum. I shouldn't have to do it. You're gonna be like, okay, so I it's two wheels. Is that on the test? I write that down. <laughs> hey, write that down. Yeah. So for for PJ for Roadrunner, the the hardest part for all this is is trying to remember what your new place is. And it can be very difficult when you're going in. Uh, I can only imagine if you're going in to cover somebody else on a beat or on a, uh, you know, maybe a DV call, you're going in with this experience, but you're still going in. You don't know that other officer well enough to be able to anticipate their next movement and such. So it, it might be a little bit uncomfortable. Oh, it's a hundred percent going to be uncomfortable. Go into it as, Hey, I'm, I'm the new guy. What do you need? Yeah. And that's, Something that us cops are real good at is the humility. So uh, having the the ability to remain humble when you go to, you know, a DV call or a, a Resberg or an Autoberg or whatever, and you've got your your FTO who, or a Hamburg, yeah, <laughs> sure, who has a minute and a half on the job and, and is now telling you how to how things work in their department. Mm -hmm. it, you're it, smile and nod. You know, you just gotta yep. you gotta smile and nod and have the the wherewithal to, okay, that's the way we do it here. Cool. Not a problem. What else do you need from me? But we also need to make sure that PJ and a lot of these other folks that have experience after the call is done, after the danger is finished, like, Hey, I understand why we did X, Y, Z. Um, I'd like to point out, have you ever considered doing ABC? Uh, is that something you've tried? Does it not work? What this, that, the other, maybe dispatch doesn't know about it. The going to a call or at the call is not the place to go. Hey guys, we're going to do this a little different. Uh, we're going to try it my way here yeah, after the absolutely. call. When you're, yeah. when you're breaking down, especially when you're new, you're going to have that FTO or maybe you've got a sergeant that's kind of, you know, following you around or, or maybe just uh, in the firehouse, the senior man's going to go and watch your drill. It's important that when everything's done, you say, hey, um, I know you, you wanted me to say it doesn't work, but can I show you how to make it work? And, and, I why, those, and why it did? <laughs> yeah, I showed the instructors how to draft without a primer pump. They were like, oh, yeah, well, that makes perfect sense. Well, yeah. Yeah. And that's because I know I made it work. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was 19 in the middle of nowhere with no hydrants. And I, I had to teach myself these things. 
Um, but it, but it's also not me at the test saying, you know, you guys are wrong and this is stupid and blah, blah, blah. It's, okay. What, what do you want me to do? What's the right answer? And I'll give you the right answer. And now I tell that story and everybody's like, oh, so you're the one. <laughs> we should, we should have known that. We really should have known that. Yeah. So PJ did, does ask a, another very, very important question. And that is simply, how do I get back on motors? And I'll, I'll give you the, the easy, easy answer. Ask. Right. Nope. Write more tickets than the motors are writing right now. <laughs> Problem solved. Hey, it, produce. Just, you can just win the game. Produce. Yep. Go out there, stop cars, write tickets. Uh, and I, I don't know if I've ever told this story or not. I never actually put in to be a motor officer. That never happened. Like they didn't make an announcement and said, we're opening a position for a motor officer. Everybody wants it put in. That's not the way it happened for me. Uh, I just wrote a lot of tickets as a beat cop and the chief's like, we should send you to motor school. Hmm. And, I, and I said, okay. Yeah. All right. That's literally how it happened for me. <laughs> it's like that Pete Davidson character. I don't know if you're still watching Saturday Night Live. It's starting to get funny again. Uh, although they just did a, a live from home episode because of all this stuff. But Pete yeah. Davidson's got this character. that goes, okay. Now all this crazy stuff happens to him. Just, okay. But that was you. <laughs> yeah, you want to yeah. be on a bike? Yeah. Okay. All right. Sure. That sounds, that sounds great. You're still going to pay me, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm uh, one of the other things I want to point out for a lot of the paramedics and the EMTs that are going from agency to agency, you're going to be going into possibly some protocols and policies that are draconian and that your old agency fixed. So for example, um, I, I kind of have a leg in two counties in California. We've got 52 different ways of doing things because reasons. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, but I've, I've got one set of rules in the city and I've got one set of rules in the county and on certain things they don't line up because I put years and effort and research into fixing the things that were hurting people in the city but I haven't had the chance to do that in the county so they'll show up and be like well we we have to do it our way you know uh, moving forward and it would be very easy as a new guy to be like well you're stupid <laughs> that, is, that is so wrong it is so hurtful let me give you all the research let me give you all the data just I implore you that this is your license this is your 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 livelihood, yeah. follow their rules. Once you get established and off probation, you can start writing letters to the medical director, asking questions about why we're giving certain medications that the rest of the world stopped giving 10 years ago uh, and really work on that. And I imagine there's, there's going to be a lot of things in law enforcement as well, that if you're coming from one agency, there might be tips, tricks, procedures. They're a little bit better than another agency, but you're just going to have to wait. Yeah, it, it's going to take time. You know, like I've been telling my, my last two trainees for the past few weeks, uh, you know, you're, you're doing fine. A lot of these things just take, you need time in the seat. That's all it takes. Just mm -hmm. time in the seat. You're going to get faster writing reports. You're going you're gonna to not spend an hour to call that maybe needs five minutes. You know, it, and obviously PJ is not going to be that, that trainee yeah. uh, for sure, uh, but you're going to need time in a new seat and learn, you know, where the, where the bumps are and how to adjust the seat and, and make yourself comfortable and fit in. Yeah. And that, that's going to be another tough one. Um, I know when new folks come into the firehouse, it's, it's very difficult to find that vibe. Um, you know, everybody's making fun of Johnny. Everybody's making fun of Johnny. Everybody's getting making fun of Johnny. Guess who doesn't get to make fun of Johnny? <laughs> yeah. Yes. New guy. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, correct. So you're, you're coming into a whole new family dynamic and, it's yes, it's the firehouse. A firehouse is a firehouse. Uh, some of them are stations and they take themselves way too seriously. 
Some have more than one Xbox tournament going on. Some don't even have recliners <laughs> because they're so busy. Uh, you're, you're going to need to find that, that place where you're comfortable, but still being appropriate to those at your level and above. And that, that is really, really tough to fit in in these new places. So good it, luck, PJ. It, the last thing he says in his, uh, in his email, I'll just, I'll just read it for you because it, it made me feel pretty good. While I was going to refer to W White, I'm sorry. <clears throat> While I was going to refer to WYE Radio as professional in a tongue-in-cheek fashion, doing so does not give you guys the credit you deserve and the product you put out. I thought that was really nice. Oh, here's, thanks, bud. But here's the last part that I that really was like, "Now nah, you get it." He says, "I do, however, miss some of the discussions on beer and f bombs from the show that will not be named." Oh, the show that will not be named. <laughs> you remember? You remember getting into episode four in a row? Nope. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I super don't. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thanks, PJ, for your question. If you guys have a question for uh, myself or Mr. Jason, uh, you can hit us up on email, jason at wyeradio.com, justin at wyeradio.com. You can also use the speak pipe, which is that little blue microphone icon at our homepage, wyeradio.com. You can leave us an anonymous 90-second voicemail. records right off your device. You don't have to hook up microphones and headphones like we do to record the show. Boom, throw out your question. Maybe you've got a new piece of equipment you want to share with us to take a look at, um, a new policy, a new procedure, or maybe you heard some advice that we gave that you think is a bad idea. Well, you just keep that to yourself. Yeah, you're no, new here. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. We're the senior. Slow your role. Yeah. Uh, but we're all in this together, guys. We really are. And gals. We're all in this together. And PJ going from one agency to another. Now, now imagine this. We're in a shelter in place. Have been. We're going on week five here. Oh yeah, the beginning uh, of his email. In the big bear state. Yeah, lays it out. I'm like, oh my god, this poor trying, guy. They're trying to buy a new place. He's in a new department. He's in a new agency. You can just imagine the the chaos that's in his life. But I'm PJ, this sure is, he's not stressed at all. This is going to be such a cool story to tell the grandkids. You know. Yeah. Ab- absolutely. Absolutely. So again, thanks guys for tuning in. PJ, cheers. Really appreciate your time and uh, you're you're listening to us for so many years. I feel like I should drop an F-bomb for you, but my kid listens to the show, so I can't. Sorry. Yeah. Maybe right. maybe just watch an episode of Battlestar Galactica. Make you feel there, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time, this is MC signing off from MCPD. Uh, my good friend, Justin Shore, the happy medic from his uh, little enclave there at HMHQ. We will catch you next week. Be safe, y'all. Cheers. Be safe. Cheers. <laughs>